Thought Bubble Audio. Hi, and welcome to Batwoman TV Talk, your weekly-ish podcast following the adventures of CW's hit show, Batwoman. I am Palmer, and with me, as always, is Tony Ann. Say hi, Tony Ann. Hello, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Stupid phone, shut up. <laughs> All right, sorry. So you're good. 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 Yes, I'm good. Well... It's a new week, and we're podcasting, which means something had to have gone on. Mm-hmm. And, something happened in the Batwoman universe. And, uh, yeah, I don't think I have any jokey things that I could... Oh, actually, <laughs> right. So, we're here to discuss this week uh, the most important issues that have cropped up online in the past day or so. Oh, no. Um, apparently... J.K. Rowling is a horrible person. But that's stuff we've known for years. She's just making it known again. Yeah, she is. Um, Anna Kendrick likened filming the movie Twilight to a hostage situation. And now I dislike Anna Kendrick. I low-key forgot she was in that movie. Like, that's her <laughs> That's her claim to fame. Like, forget that she was nominated for an Academy Award or anything else she's done. She's only known as... As the friend from Twilight. I that always everybody associ- disliked in the books. <laughs> oh, I hated her in the books. Yeah. Um, I always associate her with Pitch Perfect, so I completely forgot that she was even in Twilight. <laughs> well, it's really because like she has she has a role in the first book slash movie, and then the character is like relegated to the background the rest of the and oh, then except, I- except in New Moon. New Moon, she's like, hey. My boyfriend broke up with me, so let's all hang out again. Yeah, and then I think they – didn't they give her, like, when they did the Thousand Years credits montage in The Last Breaking Dawn, she got a spot in that too, right? Because they did, like, everybody from all four movies. Yes. Oh, I forgot that was a thing. I love that song. Me too. That's one of my favorite songs, particularly the duet version that they did for Breaking Dawn Part 2. The duet version oh. to me is the superior version of that song. Uh, actually, the superior version of that song to me is, um, oh man, why am I blanking on the name? The Lindsey Sterling version. Um, With the violins? Yeah, she does the violins and it's a different different singer. Like, I love the original singer, um, Christina Perry. Like, I love, I love, um, Thousand Years. I love Jar of Hearts. There's a lot of Katie, uh, Christina, Christina Perry songs Perry. that I really like, um, but I just really love Lindsey Sterling's violin playing, and I feel like the um, she slows down the tempo of the song a little bit more, and I think it really works. I would really love one day to hear her to hear her violins with Christina Perry's vocals. I think the vocals on Lindsey Sterling was Amy Pro- Proel and I believe so, yes. Yeah, cause I just I just looked it up. Um, yeah. Yeah, it says Amy Proel and Kurt something. Kurt Schneider. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So those those were news things in the in the uh, past day or so. But we are here once again to talk about 
the show that has more news going on in between seasons than during it. True story. <laughs> so last week we talked about how um, they were going to cast, they were going to not recast Kate and cast a new uh, lead with a new actress. Um, this past week, there's been some rumors that Vanessa Morgan, was that was that the name yes. that you sent me? Vanessa yes. Morgan was in line to play the person. Now, Vanessa Morgan is not um, an LGBTQ plus actress. She does, uh, however, play uh, a but gay character on, on, on Riverdale. She plays Tony yeah. Topaz on Riverdale. They woefully misuse her. So if she does become the lead on this show, I fully support that because she is badass. And I've loved her since Finding Carter. Wow. I don't think anybody remembers Finding Carter. I've seen the movie and I don't remember Finding Carter. Wait. It was no, it was a show on MTV. Oh, what movie am I? Oh, I'm thinking of Coach Carter with Samuel L. <laughs> Jackson. That was a decent movie, uh, but again, I don't remember too much of it. Obviously. Um, <laughs> so that is who is rumored to be taking over the role of Ryan. Supposedly, there's been no confirmation on that. There's um. Even the times that someone from the show has talked is spoke out, um, there's been no mention of Vanessa Morgan. So that is complete hearsay, and we're going to treat it as such until it is determined. Now, we will say she's on Riverdale, so she has an in with the producers. They do like to they do like to reuse people that they've used in the past. Um, like they'll they'll bounce around from show to show. CW really likes to do that in the Berlanti verse and. The Berlanti shows do also do that quite a bit. And I do believe Riverdale is considered one of them, possibly. Uh, it's not it's not technically in the Arrowverse. Right, but, but it's one of it his shows. A, yeah, it is a Berlanti it is a Berlanti show. I think um, I've watched every show that man has on television currently. Uh possibly. Do I want no, I don't watch everything because I don't watch any of the other CW shows. And, and I, I don't think of, you watch do you I watch fell Blind off Spot? of Riverdale. No, I didn't. Oh, I didn't know he. I forgot he did Blind Spot. Um, he also does. He also does Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. I'm which, a season behind on that. Which I absolutely love. The third season's not so, not so good. Um, I do. I still have really, to watch the second one. Yeah, I do really like Sabrina in it, but I love uh, Kieran Shipka to begin with. Um. And the fact that she sings um, a song from Phantom in the second season, I absolutely Ooh, I love. can't wait for that. Yeah, how you're? So you're two seasons behind. Like, what's up? What are you uh, doing? You're like nothing. I'm I'm binging other things. Uh, Lucifer should be coming out soon. I I did I did watch. I know totally random. Um, I did manage to watch Thirteen Reasons Why the day after it dropped. Not seen that yet. Yep. I I. Binge the final season in about 24 hours. Good job. How many episodes? Ten. All right. It's not so bad. No. Um, and then we have uh, the Love, Simon TV show. Oh, Love, become, Victor. Yep, yeah, Love, Victor. Um, it's supposed to be coming out on either June or July the 19th. They I don't know which one it. of those two. They they just re- announced – I don't know what the new date is, but because of Juneteenth, they relocate – They 
shifted the uh, premiere date. So I think it was supposed to be June 19th, but they moved it. But I don't know if they moved it up or delayed it. I didn't actually get a chance to read it. I just saw the headline. What the hell's Juneteenth? Um, I'm not really sure. (laughs) But they moved it because of it. That's all I know. Okay. All right. So this week we're talking about the news that broke um, today, apparently. Uh, Debbie, Debbie... Debbie. Yep. Caroline Dryers. That's why I said Debbie. (laughs) It's been a a day. It's been a week. Yep. Caroline Dryers uh, put on Twitter today. uh, She said, as a, you know, on behalf of the Hold That team, as a lesbian who's been working as a writer for the past 15 years, I am well aware of the barrier gaze trope and I have no interest in participating in it. That's why it's important to me as the showrunner to clarify any misinformation out there about Kate Kane and recasting Batwoman. Like you, I love Kate Kane. She's the reason I wanted to do the show. We'll never erase her. In fact, her disappearance will be one of the mysteries of season two. I don't want to give away any of our surprises, but to all of our devoted fans, please know that the LGBTQ plus justice is at the very core of what Batwoman is and we have no intention of abandoning that. So, interestingly enough, um, one of the things that came out earlier this week is that season two uh, would introduce the villain Scarecrow. Okay, I, I did see that, and yep. that Scarecrow would be rumored to be behind whatever happens to Kate. Yes. Uh, well, Scarecrow was going to be behind uh, the killing of Ryan's mother oh right okay to, to motivate her, her right but that also supposedly kate was dead so this to me this says look we're not killing off kate this it, to me it says they're it doesn't say that we're not it doesn't say that we're recasting kate but it just says we're not killing kate and i have a theory okay go ahead um i'm wondering if they are leaving the door open and ambiguous in terms of what happens to Kate because they do eventually want to recast her, but they don't want to have to find her to they want to make sure they find the right person. They don't want to have to do it under a time constraint of having to make sure they have someone in the lead role for season two. So it might be easier to start from scratch on a new Batwoman get somebody new in the bat suit then we have a whole mystery of where is kate what's happened to kate which will then give them more time to find the right kate recast um so that is pretty spot on to my theory my theory was that they already had this new character created like that was that was one of their things for season two they were like we're going to create this new person and maybe she was going to be a sidekick Maybe she was going to, well, want to be a sidekick. Uh, In the comics, Kate very briefly has a sidekick who's her cousin. So it could have been something like that. When all this came out, when COVID... Oh, your mic is going out again. All right, hold on a second. We good? We're good. Okay, so last thing I heard you say was when COVID. Okay, when COVID hit, it pushed a lot of timelines back. And it ruined a lot of things. So I think what ended up happening was they kind of had this new character that they were going to cast. 
and maybe they already had somebody in mind. Maybe they had already talked, you know, if it's Vanessa Morgan who's worked with them on Riverdale, maybe they've talked to maybe they talked to Vanessa Morgan and were like, "Hey, we really like you. We really like your stuff. We are creating this character for you on Batwoman. Are you interested?" And then once COVID hit and then the news about Ruby Rose leaving, they they haven't been able to do auditions. Now you're coming up on a timeline where you had to already push your show back to January. You still have to start lensing probably September, October. So your your time crunch of finding a new one is very thin. So you change it to I don't think I honestly don't think it would be the entire season. I think maybe midway. But right, it's just like breathing space to find a new Kate. I would say the first half of the season, the mystery is going to be what happened to Kate. Yeah. Now, so that's, so our theories are, are kind of, are kind of the same. I just like really went way in depth with this new character that was probably already created. Yeah. Now, um, uh, the, the writer from comicbook.com that we referenced last week, Russ, um, I reached out to him earlier today and was like, Hey, I have this theory, you know, not that I think he would know 100 percent if he did, you know, he wouldn't tell me if he couldn't. Um, I said, I have this theory, you know, like he he deals a lot with the uh, the creative forces behind these shows uh, as part of his job. I was like, am I looking am I too much looking into things or am I just too optimistic and while he said, I have no basis to, he was like, I have no basis to tell you one way or the other. He's like, but I've come up with a similar theory. And, it, you know, it was kind of like the same thing as yours, only without the part of they already had this new character ready to go. So it seems like it's a viable theory. Yeah. Um, now, now, here's another interesting question. Yeah. What do you think the season finale would have looked like had COVID not happened? And how would we have set up for Kate's potential exit? Do you think we would have seen Kate get taken? Oh, you know, I didn't even think of that. I 100% didn't even think of that because they knew, they knew presumably for at least a little while that Ruby was not coming back. Right. So you would definitely didn't sound like it was like the day after the finale or the day they stopped, you know, filming, Ruby called them up and was like, hey, I'm leaving. And they were like, all right, we understand. And I, I think they held off on saying something because they didn't know if they would be able to go back into production. On well, they the didn't want to. I mean, you also don't want to hurt the show. You don't well, want something too. like that to come out like when like you don't want something like that to come out when the show is in season, because then people are just like, oh, then why am I going to. You know, some people might just stop watching. Oh, that's true, too. But also, too, I think they weren't sure for a, a long while if they were going to be able to go back into production to oh, finish man. out the first season to be able to kind of better frame it mm-hmm. for her potential exit. Because as of as of where we ended now, it doesn't really we're not really in a place for Kate to, to not disappear, be, to disappear. Exactly. Right. But we could have been. If we had those other two episodes, you know, that is very true, because if we remember, I had said that I think we were before COVID happened. Um, I want to say like 
back January or February, back when shows were still being written, shows were still being filmed. COVID, you know, was a thing on the news, but it wasn't like halting the world. Uh, we had talked about um, the the name they kept dropping, Sephia. Right. And I had said that I think she's going to be the villain of season two, but I thought we were going to see her at the end of season one. Right. I believe and, you said we both thought that she was going to be the finale tag. Right. And one of the last things we know about her is now she wants to get back at Julia because Julia Julia said she wasn't going to get the journal for her once she knew what the journal was. And then she, you know, she threatened Julia with those photos of her and Sophie. Sophia wants Batwoman. Why? We don't know. But could she be behind it? And maybe this was always the the storyline. But now you have I'm wondering if it was always kind of the storyline, but it was Ryan. Ryan maybe doesn't take the role of Batwoman. And then again, maybe they they created this new character to kind of bridge the gap. They're like, well, we we're going to have this happen in the season anyway. Let's get this new character on the show. What do you guys think? You know? Yeah, because if Kate was missing, they would have had to get a temporary Batwoman anyway. Right. So if the if the season end sting was she gets captured or she gets, you know, injured even, you know, not killed, but injured to the point where, like, she has to rehabilitate. She has to have surgery. She has to, like, stay away from being Batwoman for a brief period of time. Um, again, like this, the, her uh, Caroline Dreyer's tweet doesn't even remotely go into this. All her tweet really says is, we're not going to kill her. I would never do that because, you know, we've we've dealt with this for so long as a community. But the fact that she references surprises is what is the one word that I'm latching onto in her. Yeah. And I'm like, they have an idea to bring Kate back. And they're just they want to make sure they find and it might be because they really do want to find in a, uh, a, per, a the correct person. The, they don't want to they don't, don't want to put somebody in the role just because they need to. They want to make sure it's the right person. Yeah. Not only the correct person, but like, again, like Ruby Rose was an out and proud gay woman, was an out and proud lesbian. I fully believe if they recast Kate that they're going to do the same thing. So now you're factoring in you need someone who's who's who can command a physical presence like like a superhero needs to and an out lesbian. You know, you're you're narrowing your field for sure. So you want to make sure you find the right person or you want to make sure you can train the person that you want to pick. Exactly. You know, you know, like whenever someone gets a superhero role as Batman or Superman or Captain America or whatever, they're usually they usually have like a year of pre-production to hit the weights, hit the gym, you know, get into shape as it were. Even Ruby did, because, I mean, yeah, she she was in Elseworlds, but there was a giant chunk of time between Elseworlds and the premiere of Batwoman. Yeah, uh, almost a year. Little. Yeah, yeah, just the, just under yeah, a year. Yeah, just just under because a year. It, yeah, because it was um the crossover. Yeah, we they reshowed the crossover during the holiday season last year because that was when we made our first show. Um, 
so last year's crossover i think was november ish so yeah it was it was was just about a year so you know these are all things like i said i and don't get me wrong like this week i implored the internet i employed anyone following our twitter or anyone that could hear or anyone that could hear us i i had said like look i love kate i love the comics i love the tv show i love batwoman it's you know I know why I like it. I like the character. I like seeing the representation out there. But I am a straight white man. You know I. It's not like I can say identify with her. So I asked Twitter. I was like, you know, retweet this tweet, tag it, you know, save Kate Kane, and tell me why you love the character. And we got we got so many responses from from the community about how much the fact that she's an out and proud lesbian meant to them and how it was, it was great to have that representation to, and to the extent that some people were like, look, I, I was not mentally, you know, I'm an, I'm an LGBTQ. I was not mentally that great. This character helped pull me out of that. It showed me that, you know, we can thrive. And that's one of the reasons why I really like this character and I want this character to do well. You know, it's a marginalized community for too long and I want them to have I want them to have the same thing I see when I the same thing I have when I see like Superman. Like I would love to be Superman. You know, I think he's he like his attitude and his compassion are things that I strive towards. Um so I, I want them to have their own kind of giant icon that shows how great they are. Yes. Good. So <laughs> I have a I have a thought or a question, I should say. Yeah. How do you picture them telling this story of Kate's disappearance? Well, there are ways to do it. I feel if like she... we're going to have to time jump a little bit. You're, you're definitely going to have to time jump. I think um, if it's always your plan to bring her back, and again, I really hope it is, um, I think that her tweet today was a step in the right direction. I don't think this is over. I want I want them to definitively say Kate will be back on the show. Um, so if your plan is to always bring her back, you could always have some like Ruby's stunt double, double. in the bat suit. In the bat suit, doing you know, like if she was captured with the bat suit on, she could show still have it us, on. And show that to us in flashback with either Mary or Luke doing a voiceover telling us the story of what happened, and we don't ever have to see Kate and they could Kate's face, and they could even maybe splice together some previous dialogue from season one to kind of fill it out. I mean, unless they get Ruby back for the first episode of season two, just to wrap it up. Yeah. I don't, I don't see that happening, but I think, I think you have, I like your idea, but at the same time, if you're going to have Kate come back anyway, I would like to see not, it doesn't necessarily have to be every episode, but I would like to see bits of Kate. If she's captured or, you know, if, if something happened where she's like, say, captured, well, let's go with the fact that she's kidnapped. We'll use that. If she's kidnapped, I would like to see scenes of her either trying to escape, trying to make her way back, um, you know. Because they could even do it from behind. Like, 
they could just show us like the wig. Like we don't mm-hmm. technically have to see the face. the face. We could they could do it like from behind and just show her fighting or like have there could be different ways of doing it. They could have Julia and Sophie trying to find her and then mm-hmm. we have breadcrumbs and all they find is the suit and Kate is gone. Now I'm hungry. <laughs> because like imagine like okay so We've, we're jumping and we come we we open up and we're in the middle of a mission and then Kate I, d- does she have like um SOS or anything like if she like a distress signal when she's in the suit should anything happen help help but like That's they're in the middle like they're in the middle of a mission and let's say like Luke gets some kind of distress signal that Batwoman needs help so sophie and julia go to find out what's going on and it turns out when they get to wherever the last gps ping location was for batwoman all they have is the suit and kate is gone so now we have to think okay well where is she Mm -hmm. and then that would be our introduction into the big mystery and then maybe once we get the bat suit back then obviously it gets taken again by new chick Wow. New girl. New girl. Um, so. Yeah. Look, these are these are great ideas because we would get Kate back. Now, I really like I really don't want them to tease it the entire season. No, uh, for, I picture for, this to December. Yeah. Well, it, we come what, back in what, January. We come. But you. Yeah. OK. But. <laughs> The, so the to like if they're doing a mid-season break like their mid-season finale yeah which they, did they give us an episode count it is going to be the full season all right so 22 episodes it'll be the full 22 which means this would take us to episode 10 or 11 okay i would yeah 11 i mean to tell to flesh out a story you gotta have you gotta give it episodes and i understand that but i think I think 11 would be like the maximum you could go uh, before you really put strain on the viewership. Oh, true. I, I think but, I think the viewership might give this new person a little bit of a little bit of a chance, not much of one, unless something were to come out before the season started and we're like, hey, they're really doing they're really bringing Kate back, but this is the story going into it. So I will say I'm in a lot more positive place tonight than I was last week. Uh, I am too, but I haven't decided if it's just because I want this show to succeed so much. But I will say, ultimately, if Kate doesn't come back, I'm not going to take it well. I will be angry if Kate dies. If Kate is alive and it just takes them a while to bring her back. But the door is open. I can make this work because then Kate's presence can still like Kate's existence yeah. and the drive to find her can still drive story. But if yeah, Kate's gone. I can, yeah, I can make it work for a little bit. I could probably make it work longer than I think some fans of the show will give them. But I, I would be willing to I, as long as it's good, I'd be willing to watch it. But I really like again, I 100% want Kate back. I need Kate back. Everyone needs Kate back. I don't care if you want to try and keep it a surprise. Just tell us Kate is coming back. 
But at least they have to know based on our reaction that even if they were thinking of killing Kate, that maybe they would backtrack it. Right. But now, how do how did you feel when you heard this? Because I heard that um, because Carolyn, before she made the statement on Twitter, she apparently did an interview, I think, for like a vampire (laughs) uh, with the summer TV festival or something. Not sure, but she said that she had actually thought about recasting, and it was Greg Berlanti and, who talked her out of it. Right. I um I haven't – I had actually uh, – in my discussion with Russ, I'm like, I find it weird that Berlanti was like, nah. And not that I'm – not that I'm saying she's, she's not telling the truth or lying. I just – like, I know they've done – I know they've done stuff in the past of Arrowverse that they – that hasn't been received well or has divided the fan base. Audacity <laughs> divided the fan base. Yes, they the did. Right, even though it was the right call. It, I mean, it totally was because the chemistry was there. And I, I'm sorry. I, and, I never saw the chemistry between Laurel and Oliver. And I know that they're comic book canon and people are going to come for me. And that's the thing is like, that's the canon and they were willing to change it. But for the most part, for the most part, They've done a really good job at giving the fans what they want, and I don't—I don't know if I would say listening to the fans because I don't feel like there's ever been a time where the fans were like, "No, you need to do this," and they were like, "All right, fine, we'll do it." But they've always been good about I mean, what's important I, to the shows. The only thing I would say is maybe is when they got Katie Cassidy back. I mean, they never re- resurrected Laurel. But people were pissed that they killed her off and that she left the show. And then they brought her back. It was as a different Laurel, obviously. But yeah. I, I would say that's kind of a listen to the audience kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, you know, they still haven't listened to us about pairing Kara and Lena and uh, Lena Luther up, which they and, need to. Because uh, no, there is no, undoubtedly well, chemistry there. Yes, there is chemistry there. But um some of their fans are a little bit psycho, and I kind of don't want them to get what they want now. I mean, every every ship has psycho fans. Uh, these fans were threatening McCod Brooks to the point that he almost missed last year's Comic-Con. They were sending him death threats just for kissing her. I mean, was it really them, though, or was it people that just didn't like the color of, Mish- of Brooks, uh, McCod Brooks' skin color? Like, I saw, I saw those articles. And I just naturally assume these are the typical racists that always show up everywhere to ruin everybody's fun. Um, I, I I had read that it was that it was super core fans and, and maybe it wasn't and maybe I'm wrong, but I just. And I agree. There's there's no like there is no argument for that. Like I didn't like them together, um, mainly just because I didn't think there was chemistry. I'm sorry. But, like, like. Kate McGrath rarely has any good chemistry with male with male actors, um, but also like even him and Kara, I don't think really had chemistry. They did not have chemistry at all. She had more chemistry and, with Wendy than she did with yeah, uh, with Jimmy. And I think it was because of how how he played uh, James Olsen. Like he is a buff athlete. You know, he's like. You know, he's, um, you know, an eight, nine, you know, eight or nine on the scale, 
you know, and he just always seemed to exude such coolness that it didn't matter if he was in the relationship with the woman or not, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, it felt like it felt like her status was elevated from dating him. And he was just like, well, if this if nothing happens, then I can just go date somebody else. It's it's weird to explain, like, and it was just the way the character kind of was portrayed. Yeah, no, it, it they, they didn't have they never seemed invested in him. Yeah, at all. Oh, the show's the show never was. The show never knew what to do with him. Um, I will say I did like the chemistry he had with um, uh, Jenna Dewan. Yes. Oh, well, Jenna Dewan has chemistry with just about everybody on this earth. Right. But like so like he's he was able to have chemistry with people on the show. <clears throat> but they always seem to be like struggling to find a home for him. I mean, his best stuff was the stuff he got around his exit, like when he got hurt. Yep. Like, they gave him his best stuff right before he left, which always makes me so mad when TV shows do that. Because, like, if you can write for it, if you can write for a person when they're about to leave, why couldn't you write for them to stop them from leaving? Yeah. Question for you. Um, and, you know, since we're on the topic of Supergirl, but this will tail back into what our show is actually supposed to be about, <laughs> is um, if she wasn't on Supergirl... Oh, I know what, where you're going. Yeah, what would you have thought of uh, Kyler coming Bring on it. as Kate? Yes, all for it. Yeah, I, 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 I love her. I've loved her since Seventh Heaven. So yeah. I will, I will watch Kyler do just about anything. I, I really love her, and she was one of the best things about Supergirl until the writers made me dislike her when they gave her that horrible, baby. yeah, the horrible like I need a baby. Yeah, what so, I what I lovingly so refer we gotta to be yeah as, so we gotta uh, be yeah uh, huh I lovingly refer to that as baby rabies yeah I <laughs> I need a baby so we gotta break up Maggie Sawyer um, yeah that was not a good look it was not like so you know they've they've definitely this this whole this whole universe has screwed up in the past but um I wouldn't have minded seeing Kyler as Kate. Um, either as a recast or before Ruby, although, again, I absolutely love Ruby as Kate. I thought it was a perfect casting when it was announced. Um, so, yeah, it'll uh, it'll be interesting to see because, again, we're in June now. We pretty much decided September is when you need to get the show into production. Yes. Um, I know there was an article that you sent me, right, about Vancouver – Vancouver kind of starting to discuss allowing productions to resume. Well, no, I think that was it was L.A. actually. Oh, you're yes, you sent me L.A. and then you also sent me the uh, union, the unions talking about it. So comicbook, yeah. comicbook.com might have had an article about um, it was specifically Vancouver. There was an article I saw that specifically said Vancouver was starting to talk about getting productions back. Good because uh, yeah, that's th pretty much the entire CW. That's basically like, the entire CW, and they have the final seven episodes of Supernatural slated for fall. Yeah. The last two of which still have to be filmed, so they have to get into production like July, August, in order to be able to make that work. Yeah. So, and plus, we all know Vancouver is not a real town anyway. 
Like, it's just a desolate area until CW uh, starts filming and, like, the entire town is built. Like, Vancouver is just an entire CW set. I'm almost positive. Because all of their shows film up there. It's crazy. They re- Yeah. Like, I'd really like to know, like, how much of the town they take up when they're filming. Like, I know it's a major city. Like, I joke. I know Vancouver is a major city. They have a hockey team. Um, but it's insane. It's absolutely insane. Because, yeah. like, because even, I, I mean, I don't know where Nancy Drew filmed, but all of the superhero shows film in Vancouver. Riverdale uh, films in Vancouver. I wouldn't be surprised if Nancy Drew was in Vancouver. Like, it's... Vampire Diaries was in Vancouver, wasn't it? No. No, Vampire Diaries was in Georgia. Ugh. Well, um, the other TV yeah. mecca. I know, I know. One part of at least one episode of Katie Keene was filmed at Grand Central Station. Katie Keene was filmed in New York, full full stop, I believe. Because I wandered on set one day. I know you sent me the picture, and I was so jealous. <laughs> I need them to renew Katie Keene like yesterday. The 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 funny thing about that was like I was talking I was talking to my friend Lauren who I was visiting because we went to go see Birds of Prey and earlier in the day we were talking about um is it Lucy Hale who's yes Katie Lucy King? Hale we were talking about Lucy Hale and then I got to Grand Central Station to to catch my train home and it was you know the good portion of it was kind of locked off like the the area that they filmed in was like the main concourse when you get off trains and i think they were actually filming the finale when you were there because they had either the finale or the second to last episode i'm not sure but towards the end of their there there was an episode like towards the end where they were at grand central so you know i took a picture i sent it to you i sent it to lauren i sent it to michelle and i sent it to a bunch of other people and i was in I was like, huh, this girl looks a lot like Lucy Hale. <laughs> and then I got on, you know, I got on the train. I can't remember if I was talking to you or Michelle. And I think it was and me. Then, and then someone was like, and then they told me like that was Lucy Hale. Like they, I didn't ask who, I think I might have even asked who Katie Keene is. And it was like, oh, it's Lucy Hale. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that was me. Was that yeah. me or Michelle? But I'm pretty sure it was me. Yeah, it's very possible. But. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I uh, I still haven't watched the show, although I keep wanting to-ish. It's good. Is it? Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I liked the start of Riverdale, and I just couldn't keep up with it. Um, it's it's not Riverdale. It, it's, it's kind, it kind of reminds it, – it's not as dark as Riverdale. It's kind of comedy-drama combo, okay. but it's, it's more – normal drama than Riverdale mm-hmm. drama. Yeah. I mean, I the the few stuff that I've seen her in, I've liked her, so oh, I I've loved wanna, her. I've I loved Lucy Hale and everything cuz yeah. I I mean, I've been a fan of her since American Juniors. The one yeah. season spin-off they did of American Idol for kids. Oh, right, right. Now, I like I've seen more like I've seen more of her movie stuff. Like I liked her in um uh, Truth or Dare. See, and I haven't seen a lot of her movies, but I saw her in Pretty Little Liars because I love Pretty Little Liars. I did watch her one season show on the CW called Life Sentence, where she played a girl who was dying of cancer who was then no longer dying. Okay. And then um, 
I would now watch her in Katie Keene. So I do want to I do want to try it out. I also want to try out Nancy Drew. Uh, Nancy Drew is so good. Oh it, my god, it's so good. Is it supernatural based or? Yes, it is. Okay. But Nancy Drew kind of is in general. But this is it's true. So it's it's so good. Like it's so good. I loved it so much. The only Nancy Drew thing I've ever seen was the movie that came out a year or two ago with the uh, actress from It, uh, who played Bev in It. And I didn't even realize she was she had played Nancy Drew. I remember hearing about the movie, and I remember seeing trailers, and I didn't realize that it was the same girl. It was on cable. It was on demand one time. I was like, oh, I've been wanting to watch this. I watched it. I really liked her in It. She was great as Nancy Drew. I would love a sequel. I know it's never going to happen because the movie was not well-received. The only Nancy Drew experience I have is, like, all of the computer games that came out. There's, like, 15 or 20 of them. Yeah. And I saw the trailer for this last year during Upfronts, and I was all in. But I'm, like, tailor-made for the CW. I literally watch everything on their network. I mean, I feel like that is – they know their audiences. They know what their audiences will watch and how to get them to watch it. And I feel like if you like, I cannot think of anybody that just watches a CW show. If There's you always watch, people. <laughs> if you watch a CW show, you probably watch like five or six CW shows at the minimum. Like, because when their normal full season stuff was, their normal fall season schedule was running, the only show I did not watch on that network was Dynasty. Mm hmm. But from September until May, I watched about every single show on that network except for Dynasty. I will say I think Dynasty was like an outlier for them. It just yeah, it didn't seem like their show. It it used to be their show, like because the CW has kind of rebranded itself a few different times. Like yeah, it was originally Dynasty, WB and well yes, and um I I did watch a couple WB shows and I. I but, like, th- when the CW first launched, it was kind of about the drama, comedy kind of thing. And it kind of worked, kind of didn't. They didn't really have a whole lot of success with it. And then they sort of morphed into the Superhero Supernatural Network. Mm-hmm. And that worked, and they've kind of run with it ever since. Yeah. But Dynasty would so fit the lineup, like, when they had the Melrose Place reboot, the 90210 reboot, Gossip Girl. Like, Dynasty would fit right in there. Yeah, they go through those phases where they're like, all right, this is the network we are now. Um, So right now they're in the supernatural uh, superhero phase, which is fine. Um, So, I mean, that that's all I got. Let us know what you think of our theories. If it were to come out that our theories are true, like if tomorrow they came out and said, look, we're bringing back Kate, but we were going to tell this story. We were going to tell a version of this story to begin with, but we've lengthened it out because of the situation and we want to find the right actress. If it if they came out tomorrow and said you're going to get Kate Kane back probably around midseason, would you be willing to would you at least be willing to stick it out and give the new girl a fair shot? Yes. Would you be willing to give the new girl a fair shot to begin with? Okay. Um, I'm ride or die for my show, so there was no way that I would ever be walking away 
from Batwoman. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to watch regardless. I'm a lot more open to the idea of a new person now, knowing that there's a good chance that Kate isn't dying. Yeah. If Kate dies for this new person to take over the suit, even if said new person is an actress that I like, mm-hmm. I am bitter. And I hold a grudge like an expert, and it's going to take a very long time to get me to come around. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm I'm kind of the same way. So this show will be very interesting if that doesn't happen. <laughs> um, yes. Yes, it will. <laughs> um, but everyone out there, tell us what you think. Do you think Kate will be back? Do you think they're just not saying to kind of keep it as a surprise? And if you think she's coming back, you know, are you – are you fine with it being like a half a season for her to come back? Um, Let us know, email us, tweet at us. I love talking with people that listen to the show. I love talking to to people who love Batwoman or comics or wrestling or a lot of things. So exactly. Me too. Come find me on Twitter. My my account's open. Come find me. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Tweet at us. Um, You can always tweet. You know, using the hashtag Save Kate Kane, um, tweet at us, tweet it at CW to make sure they know we want Kate Kane, which we do. We're just presenting theories as to what might be happening. Um, other than that, you can find us on social media at Batwoman TV Talk at on Twitter at Batwoman TV Talk or at Academy Rewind, which is another podcast I do. And you can email us at BatwomanTVTalk at gmail.com. Where can the lovely people find you? I'm at XO, Tony Roney XO on Twitter. All right. Um, that is about it. So we've rambled enough. And look, I believe this might be our shortest show ever. I was just thinking we're coming in at under an hour. So, yeah, yep. it's going to be our shortest show ever. We're going to throw off our episode metrics, which says our average show length is an hour and 25 minutes. Because <laughs> we like to talk about all things. We do. And even then, like the last 15 minutes of this has been random other stuff. So if you were still listening, thank you very much. Which, uh, at this point, our listeners know how we roll. We kn- I, They know I that we do so. the random tangents. Yeah, I really hope so. Um, so that is all. We'll be back at this rate next week if there's more news. But I'm fully believing that the next time we'll be back is when there's actual casting. So check us out. Thank you very much for listening. And everybody have a safe and lovely day. You too. Bye, everybody. Bye.